1: Rami Makloff. He's boring by design. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score Nord Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three, it's Mackie and Judd with
2: Rami.
3: with Rami. Deep down the right field line, it's back. And off the wall and away from Canada. Rounding third arise is coming home. The Twins have tied it with an underhand. A triple to left field, yeah, yeah, yeah. down for a hit. A walk-off win, and it's Kepler delivering again.
1: Kepler's been doing it all year for us. This is um, this was a huge day for him. It was a day um, where we needed a lot of big efforts, and he was certainly one of those guys that got it done. Um, it was a beautiful day for him.
4: Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score North and the Score North mobile app, and gentlemen. Not often we say this in the middle of July, but there is a heavyweight fight at Target Field tonight. Bunch of savages in the batter's box. My guys bunch are of savages. savages. Yeah, my guys are savages in the box. Bunch, of, it's, it's savages. What are we calling? It? If the Yankees are savages in the batter's box, what are the tw- the Twins have more home runs than the Yankees? Um, well, maybe the Yankees I'll are let Ben come up with what's this More one? savage than savage. The Yankees are Ben Savage and the Twins are Fred Savage. <laughs> No, Oh, that was wow. That's how we're gonna start, huh?
5: <laughs> is that the better that's, Savage? That's how we're
4: gonna start. Are you saying Fred is the
5: better Savage? Oh w- yeah, Fred's definitely the better Savage. I don't know. I do I'm
0: going. I grew up with Ben. Okay, that's fine. <clears throat> but I I was an adult for both their kids shows. Fred was easily the better Savage.
4: Easily, I don't know if you can say easily. Easily is a hot take. I'm
5: torn. I don't know. I can't. I th- I'm on the fence about this one. Tom's, I know. Tom Savage. I know that doesn't make good radio. <laughs> Don, it's did you? If you guys saw the
0: last episode of Fred Show, it was easily the best. Show. The Wonder Years. The Wonder. The remember, last
4: episode of the, the Wonder Years. It's such a great show that you don't even remember the name of the show. Well, I was probably drunk that night, but I, I do remember crying. Year. I did love the Wonder, the Wonder years. years. Was
5: great. I probably cried at that too. I don't.
4: Winnie I don't really and Fred. There, but, oh, it was great. Ah, uh, Winnie. So, how would you guys characterize? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, we're back to sports now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Continue. <laughs>
0: Okay, Winnie is, was a fantastic character. How would I characterize Winnie? Is
4: that what you were about to ask? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was going <laughs> to ask. And Topanga. Let's just keep going down the path. All right.
5: <laughs> Who had the better female lead? This is the question.
0: 651 one, six, six, five, five. How did I get involved in this? I'm too old for this. This is just downright creepy from my perspective now.
4: <laughs> the question I was going to ask, <laughs> yes. Twins related, yes. was after that series against the Oakland A's, what is, what is your main takeaway and feeling after that series? Is it one of, oh my God, you cannot let that bullpen go any further, especially with the Yankees coming to town, although they, they did just call up Lewis Thorpe and uh, who else? They called somebody else up. Another guy. Last name starts with an S. I They're just right calling Cody, random.
0: Uh, Cody Stashik.
4: Stashik, that's
0: right. S-T-A-S-H-A-K. They're
5: just calling random guys. Yeah, at at this point, it's the same yeah. guy with a different jersey. Right, right. right.
4: <laughs> like the fifth and sixth guy out of the bullpen. So are you guys <laughs> oh my god, you can't be doing this. The Yankees are coming to town or Wow, even though the bullpen's struggling and the team isn't playing too well, they just stole two wins in the later innings with heroics from Eddie Rosario a few nights ago and Max Kupfer yesterday. Yeah,
5: but the A's stole a couple of wins, too. It's not like like it was a lopsided series. I I watched that series, and I thought it was two good teams battling it out, slugging back and forth, and I thought both walked away with about what they deserved, which was a split of the four-game series. That's not some chump knockoff team. That the that you just faced in the A's. I mean, it's the team with the most annoying fan base, hands down. But it's not some. It's not some. 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 You know. It's not. It's they. They brought their bells. I know they're so annoying. They I really brought their. You know, fan the A's and their fans. They shouldn't allow those in airports. They should. No. They shouldn't allow those anywhere. They shouldn't allow those in public.
0: So people are passionate fans. I don't yeah, see why you're
5: down. Yeah, on. both A's fans are very passionate. But I wasn't that down about. Actually, I wasn't down at all about this series. Saturday sucked. Were you confused? See, I'm confused, not down. I'm confused
0: by what they're doing with the bullpen. I'm actually confused there, but that series was great. If you're a baseball fan, that was four, that was three really fun games, and Friday probably was not as much fun, but that was a great. If you're asking, what have we been in this godforsaken baseball town for what, Phil, the last 10 years or so, been missing— that series is what I've missed.
4: I've been missing anxiety in July. Is what I. But I've don't been you love it? And there's going to be more tonight, tomorrow, <laughs> yes. and the next night. But so the baseball fan? were so easy and breezy up until now for the last. No, 10 years. because
0: we were apathetic and mad about it. This is. I think this is fantastic. <laughs> also,
4: the the Twins spoiled us the first two and a half months of the season because they were beating everyone seven to two and fifteen to three, right? And now, when you get into actual real baseball games, which are close games, and you're sort of hovering around five hundred for stretches, so I, I would say. The main thing I learned was this lineup is going to bounce back to life if it hasn't already. They scored a bunch of runs and spurts this weekend. The power was coming back around, um, and and that's a good sign. Max Kepler is having a career season, and Byron Buxton is going to come back, and I have no doubt that this lineup is going to be... But not tonight. He's not coming back tonight. No. But he's going to come back in this series, maybe, it sounds like. Likely, it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. But he will be back at some point soon. Um, on the pitching side... I think you just have to acknowledge this is what it is. You rode a bunch of guys to career chunks of a season in the first half. The pitching's not going to just magically get back to where it was in April. You have to fix the pitching. So the Twins are faced with a decision here the next 10 days. Do you fix the pitching and pay the price it takes to fix the pitching? When I say fix the pitching, I don't mean fix the pitching to like Go on and win 90 or 95 games. I mean, fix the pitching to beat the Astros and the Yankees in the playoffs. Fix the pitching. Because if you decide that you want to pay that price, you can. You can make that choice in the next week and a half. If you decide you don't want to pay that price because you don't want to mortgage 2022, 2023, 2024, you don't want to give up a big prospect, you can make that choice as well. But but it's staring you in the face here. You've seen enough in the first three and a half months to know that Trevor May in a big spot against yeah. a playoff team isn't working. Zach Lattell in a big spot against a playoff team is not working. That's not fair. And when you're you and I were just talking about this before we turned the mics on, Judd, if you're lamenting the fact that you couldn't use Tyler Duffy in a spot yesterday, all due respect to Tyler Duffy. You know that your bullpen needs needs major, major fixes here. If you want to compete on that level that we talk about, the Yankees level. I came into that series
5: thinking the bullpen and the pitching staff as a whole is good enough for the regular season, it's not good enough for the playoffs. And I still feel that way. Nothing that series didn't change my mind about that. I don't think the bullpen or Trevor May are as bad as what we've seen in July. July has been especially bad for the Twins. I'm looking at it right now. They have a 472 ERA in the month of July. They had under a 4 ERA before that. And Trevor May has a 565 ERA in his last 14 and a third innings. So th- this is just an especially bad
4: stretch for the bullpen and for Trevor May specifically. But I don't think it's as bad as it's looked the last few weeks. I think this is w- this is what it looks like when your carriage turns into a pumpkin. When you've like look just look at some of the names and just think about some of the track records and what you know about these pitchers or don't know about these pitchers going into 2019. So Martin Perez, career season to this mm-hmm. point. Ryan Harper, who nobody ever heard of up until 2019, career season. Trevor May, career season. Blake Parker, close to a career season, you could say. Tyler Duffy, career season. These are guys that were not factors until this year.
0: The last week week or so, especially, but the month month of July has been a precursor of what is to come if this bullpen's not fixed. It's going to keep going south. The thing I'm confused about, though, is and we we won't get a straight response on this, but there was clearly a plan in place when when they DFA'd the three guys starting a week ago Saturday. There was some type of plan in place that they were going to make a trade, I think. And and I guess the confusion that I had going into that A-series against a good team is why are you at a seven-man bullpen? Like, you could have DFA'd Mejia and, and Matt McGill and kept Morin... Or it makes no sense, there was no urgency to DFA three guys that quick unless you were convinced that you were on the precipice of doing something and it didn't work. And I did think that it was unfair to the team as a whole and Baldelli to get to that series and try that. A seven-man bullpen was not enough. And, and that's one of the first times, and it might be the first time in 2019 that I've looked at the executive staff and thought to myself, what are they doing it doesn't make sense. Yeah,
4: it was. It, it was, was weird. It was also weird because if, if you're going to DFA those guys off the forty man roster, you're either going to replace them immediately with someone who's not on the forty man internally, right? You're going to you're going to bring a guy up from AA or AAA who's not a roster guy and make him a roster guy, or you're going to make a trade, right? Or a waiver claim or whatever it is. Something was and something they were working towards something that fell through
0: or was delayed. Sure. It might still happen, but it left it left them in a very odd position, which if if you've been going into a four game series against Detroit, I was like, OK, that's not a great idea. But but the A's are a damn good baseball yeah, how do you team. Let
5: yourself get caught with your pants down. That's so what confuses speak. me. Yeah. Even if there was a deal that they thought was imminent and it didn't fall through. Correct. you got to be ready for that, don't you? Yes.
4: Wouldn't you think that this front office is smart enough to not let themselves get caught like that? Yes and no. I mean, I, I think this front office is amazingly smart and I think they've finally caught the twins up to modern baseball. The twins were lagging behind for a good ten or fifteen years. But keep in mind, how old is Derek Falvey? Derek Falvey is running that organization and he's and we can talk about, yeah, but his experience in Cleveland, he wasn't he wasn't even the second guy in line in Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. He was one of like the three or four guys by the end of his run in Cleveland that were very much involved. But when it comes down to the nuances of navigating all these different conversations and irons that are in the fire and timing it up with roster moves. And maybe you get into these conversations and you don't know you don't know how hot an iron actually is because you've never gone through this before. This is the first time that he's been this much of a buyer on this level at a trade deadline as the head of a front office. He's only like thirty-five years old. So there's a certain lack of experience that Derek Falvey well, that just has to go him,
0: through. Slow your roll well, here? But, but that, that's not DFA a third guy?
4: Maybe, but Thad's also never been the general manager of an organization until, well, he's been the second guy in yeah, line, I, I just say. saw
0: that and thought, that's really odd. It's a big series against a really good team, and you, and you have now put yourself in, in a position where Baldelli, right or wrong, had to use Trevor May on Sunday way too long.
4: 50 pitches for Trevor May. Yeah, I was, that. I, that's insane. I think that he had a purpose for that Do one. Do you think when he when he uh, got the final out of his first inning... He thought he was done. And he did the big fist pump coming he, off the mound. He thought he was done. Yes. He didn't know he was going back out there. For I think it. he had no clue. Because I feel like that's the type of... Primal scream that you deliver when it's yes, like it, I've been struggling, and then you have to go Did back it. out there. I've been Done. struggling,
0: and I got through it. Yes, and then they're like, Hey, Trevor, yeah, yeah, what? What skip? You're going back out there for the eighth.
4: <laughs> is this te- thought he was gonna say good job, Then he was like, Don't get too excited. <laughs> we need to go back out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just don't walk the first guy. Damn it. Whoops, every time. Um, is it too hard to is it being too hard on Trevor May to, to bring his first career start up again? Rami, you weren't here for this, but this was five years ago. Coincidentally? Against Oakland, and it was a start on August 9th of 2014. And I'll never forget the way I felt about Trevor May after watching him pitch for the first time in the major leagues. My Just my first gut instinct, watching him issue seven walks in two innings, including, I think it was multiple bases-loaded walks at one point, just four-pitch walk, four-pitch walk. He threw, 50, uh, he threw 63 pitches, 28 strikes, and walked seven guys in the first two innings. It was one of the most, quite frankly, embarrassing performances you'll see of a major league pitcher. And I remember after he came off the mound, it just sort of hit me. Anyone who goes that far off the rails and loses that much control over their emotions and gets that anxious on a pitching mound and can't find it for that amount of time, that was as close to Rick Ankiel level meltdown as you're going to see. I'm not going to trust that guy in a big spot. I'm just not. So you think the moment got to him? I think the moment too big for him. I think the moment tends to get to him. Is what I'm saying.
5: Yeah, that's he what has, I mean. It he, was a sign of things to come. The moment was too big for him, and you thought that was a sign of things to
4: come in that start. It was a sign of yeah, being completely unable to just take a deep breath and do what you're paid to do, and have tunnel vision. And obviously, he's never had an outing like that since 2014. But every time he takes the mound in a one-run game and he's going to face a really good hitter or a hot lineup, I think he thinks he's in over his head, even if it's subconscious. and I I don't trust him in a big spot. And I think that Baldelli thought,
0: when he brought him back out there, I'm going to leave him in. That game, if you go back and look at the play-by-play of that game, okay, so let's assume, because May went walk, double, wild pitch scored, run from third, strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. And then he does the the fist pump, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of it, I'm out of it. Hey, Skip, I did a great job. No, actually, you're going to pitch again. <laughs> he goes... <laughs> yeah, that was good, but... He, he goes then, fly out to right, walk, and double. And you tell me, at that point, as the fans are booing, and he is clearly struggling. This has not gone well. And by the way, it's not gone well since a week earlier in Cleveland when uh, Carlos Santana hit that home run and he stays in again and the next thing is a sacrifice fly and then he's left in again and the the, or, the we go to the uh, top guy for the A's in the order and he walks him and it's at that point that Baldelli finally comes out I'm sorry but and I am not saying that this was done completely to to prove to Falvey that this w- was a mistake that there weren't more guys in the bullpen, but that's partially in the thinking. There is no way that Rocco Baldelli in an ordinary situation doesn't take out May after the dump. But was there an
4: obvious better option
0: in that spot? Yes, you bring in Latell. I know it's <sighs> not. I know it's not great, but Phil, the crowd's booing him. <laughs> Trevor May looks. Lo- but 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 here's the thing: the thi- the atmosphere or the way that Trevor looked that night in Oakland, start one was repeating itself. Like when you see somebody out there clearly just completely lost, Rocco Baldelli, nine times out of ten, is gonna go
4: get him. He and was like I, muttering to himself, and I know like he's a fifth inning pitcher. And I you know?
0: know, and I know that that Littell is not the optimum guy to bring in, but just in fairness, I think Rocco or almost every time ordinarily is going to protect the player. But there are times I think when you say to yourself, You left me essentially on Sunday with a five man bullpen. So here's what we got to do. And I don't think it was. I don't think it's mean spirited. I think it's a. But I. But there If it's a pie chart of pitching. Yeah. No. I twenty five percent.
5: This is what I got. I think it was just him going. This is all. This is all I got. This is. This is who. This is the best I have to throw out there. And he's the, the last guy I trust. He's the. That's. He wasn't saying it in. A, in like you said, not in a negative way. Not not hanging Trevor May out to dry or. But he's also showing them taking this a is shot what you're at Valby and Levine. And that was just him saying, "This is the
4: best I got right now. What do you want me to do?" Yeah. And it's amazing, like the Twins lineup is the exact opposite of every reliever not named Taylor Rogers in there right now, where it just, you know, they got a bunch of guys who are kind of pitching over their heads in that bullpen and guys that you're, you're, you don't really trust in the eighth inning of a one run game, but you don't really have a choice right now because you just don't, you don't have a lot of Taylor Rogers types. The lineup, on the other hand, they, they get hit with a, a massive punch that knocks them on the ground. bunch and of savages. They are. Mm-hmm. They get a bunch of Fred savages, according to Judge. <laughs> Leaping savages. My guys are savages out there. And they get up off the mat and tighten it up. Boom. Triple to the, Triple down the line for yeah. their eight-hitter. And Max Kepler comes up. I mean, it's like one through nine... I trust I trust Adrianza in a big spot with this lineup. I certainly trust Rosario to come through in a big spot. Arise. And Luis. Arise. In a big spot. And that right there is, at least you can hang your hat on that probably for the first time in 10 plus years. That a Twins lineup, even if behind, is going to do some work and score four runs when they need to. Or get that double in the ninth inning off of. Liam Hendricks, by the way, throwing 99 miles yeah, an hour. That, dude.
0: He's Goose Gossage he's gassing now. gassing everybody. He, he's the Australian Goose Gossage. What happened there? I don't want to speculate. <laughs> I mean, he's like I'm one of the best relievers to, in baseball, I'm too apparently. responsible to speculate. <laughs> Since I have no, when? I have no idea. I have no idea how, guy how some... he went from
5: 93. Were there no signs of that when he was here? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. There were none.
4: God, Liam, go look at Liam Hendricks with the twins. I, I think he no, had, I no, don't do that. To I yourself. think he made like <laughs> not if you are going to and had a six ERA in through ninety, and, if, and now a few years later he's jacked well, and throwing. D, he's been DFA'd miles an hour.
0: like four or five times, right? Because he had Twins, Cubs, Blue Jays, hey Royals. Good for him.
5: Finding the right personal trainer can work wonders for a person.
0: I would not want to comment on that.
5: That was my comment.
0: <laughs> it is. I mean, he's just. Gets out there and throws gas now.
5: Taking man. your personal fitness seriously can make a difference in one's life.
4: Clearly has for yep. Liam Hendricks. Yep. yep. Uh, twins'
5: vet lines all of us would know that. are
4: open. Maybe I should heed that advice. <laughs> twins' vet lines are open. 651-646-8255 if you want to chime in. Are you are you more on the positive side after the Twins took a couple games in that series with late-inning comeback hits? Or are you more, okay, the bullpen's a disaster and the Yankees are in town? Cover my eyes. 651-646-8255. I know Judd thinks this is very much a prove-it week for the Minnesota Twins, and uh, we'll get his thoughts on that. And Rami failed to take down TC Bear over the weekend. I watched it from we the press need, box. We need the fallout.
5: Failed is a relative term.
4: Nah. Oh, no, it's re- <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm curious.
5: All
4: right. But let's talk about the best car dealership and service department in the Twin Cities here for a moment. Luther Brookdale Toyota, 694 Brooklyn Boulevard, the RAV4 has become the most popular SUV on the planet, and uh, I've been enjoying my ride for the last 30 days or so. The RAV4 XLE with Apple CarPlay and the Entune system, Toyota's very own Entune system, in the inner console. Selfishly, I love the fact that you can uh, you can connect your Apple device to Apple CarPlay and listen to things like the Score North mobile app on demand and live. It's amazing and uh, you get access to all your favorite audio streaming platforms with the built-in technology of these brand-new RAV4s. Go check it out. Get a test drive. Open until 9 o'clock tonight. Stop in that showroom area. Tell them Phil Mackey sent you, and ask to see any vehicle of your choosing. They are very friendly, very knowledgeable. There's a reason why my family and I have been going to the same place for 30-plus years. 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard and Luther Brookdale, toyota.com. We open up the twins' vent lines. If you've got thoughts, 651-646-8255. Mackey and Job with Rami.
6: Join me and Dan Terrehart for Score North's coverage of Minnesota United and the Vancouver Whitecaps this Saturday night with pregame at 6.30 and kickoff at 7 p.m. right here on Score North on AM 1500, ScoreNorth.com, and the free Score North mobile app.
3: Deep down the right field line, it's back and off the wall and away from Canada. Rounding third, a rise is coming home. The Twins have tied it with an Andreanza triple.
7: To left field, Down
3: for a hit. A walk-off win, and it's Kepler delivering again. Reckless speculation.
5: Those highlights courtesy of Fox Sports North. This is Mackie and Judd with Rami on Score North on 1500, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app. And I do have some reckless speculation. I'm trying to find out right now how much speculation it is and how much... Fact or sourcing ah, there is behind doesn't, it doesn't Don't, matter in the least bit. Seth Everett, uh, we've had him on the show before, nat- longtime national baseball writer, worked for the uh, Mets for a while. Um, he just told my former show in Milwaukee, the big show on 1057 FM, the fan that he thinks the twins are getting Marcus Stroman. Reckless speculation. Do you have any more? I am working to uh, see you, if I can, can work get your one. sources.
4: I am working it right now. Judd asked me during the break. And I at first I took it as sort of you were like trying to figure out the conundrum. What would you do? Do you, do you move Martín Pérez to the bullpen? And I'm like, I, yeah, you, literally, yeah. Anyone other than Barrios to the bullpen, I would be fine with Otorizi too. <laughs> Otorizi can stand. I think, Gib-
0: I think you can keep. You can keep Barrios, Odo, Gibson. Yeah, but let's not act like Gibson's then, uh, untouchable. Oh no, in this no, rotation. no, 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 no. But I'm I'm j- just saying if you've got Stroman as your as your one, then it goes Stroman, Barrios. Gibson, and then you're most likely going to move Pineda or Perez. And I think, and I think Perez out of the bullpen. Goes, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I was just recklessly speculating on who goes to the bullpen at that point. I don't care.
4: Marcus Stroman this season 3.06 earned run average, but because he plays on a crappy team, he's six and ten. So if you, if you're You'll still a baseball that. fan who looks at win loss record, right. this is a what great example of why it doesn't matter and why. Yeah.
0: If I'm the Jays and I call you right now and I say it's
4: done, if Kirilov's included. For Marcus Stroman, for Marcus Stroman, I would need Giles as well, and Giles makes me nervous because Giles is now Giles in an attempt to calm everybody down. He's like, guys, guys, guys. Struck out the side on the, Saturday. This inflammation in my elbow is in a different spot than the last inflammation <laughs> spot was, in my elbow. Two, two totally different spots. Two different injuries, guys. <laughs>
5: Same elbow, two injuries. Don't worry about
4: it. it came guys. from it a fine. massage,
0: but he but he struck out the side on Saturday.
5: Okay, I've so never gotten through, through a gas. professional massage. What? They're dangerous. I'm not wait
4: deep. <laughs> They're dangerous. As never Kareem, you think they're dangerous? Ask
0: Giles or Correa, man,
5: can end you.
6: What, what's your beef with Giles? I don't want other people touching me. What is
5: wrong with you three? No, I'm just not, not good. Comfortable enough with my body for some stranger. To it's be dark and they're professional. Oh, it makes it's, it worse. Oh, it's it dark. dark. Yeah. that makes it even better. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, no, no massages or what? What's the the thing with your feet? I did. I'm not safe. getting that either. <laughs> no one's touching my feet.
4: A, a pedicure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: I'm not getting my feet involved either.
4: You guys are missing out on glorious feelings. I've got Seriously. a chiropractor, and that's a great feeling. Also, that's, that's five minutes, and they crack it exactly. back, and, and they...
5: that's what I need. Because a, I don't, I don't want to talk to anybody for that long a period of time, and I know a masseuse is
4: going to want to no, talk to me. No, no. Okay. So I've, i in my life, I've probably uh-huh. had thirty professional massages. Right. And. I wish I could have a hundred. But I'm
5: also very ticklish. Like my girlfriend will sometimes massage, not like really, but just like rub like my shoulders, and I just start giggling like a little, like a little girl. It's the most. So imagine me going to a massage and just laughing the whole time. Like I'm just ticklish everywhere. There's Are they no, tickling you?
4: No. Are you pet? Pedi- but you're ma- You manicure your own nails.
5: I manicure my
4: my hands. Have you ever had the pedicure professional? I have not had a a professional because they'll pedicure. massage your calves, and it is the best
0: no yeah. get out your, just get <laughs> out yeah. your nail clippers no
4: seriously put your foot
0: on the toilet clip your nails foot and you're on done the toilet Yeah. if you're clipping your toenails I you just, just put your foot on, on the toilet and clip them off and you're done I just sit it just takes two the,
4: minutes
5: i sit on the couch while i watch tv and clip my toenails well, not in my house don gets where upset. do
4: the where do the clippings go yeah i get
5: them and i put them in an ashtray
4: you can't be sure that you yeah get they fly i've gotten, gotten
5: all of them.
0: no they fly they fly away i doubt you've gotten all of them <laughs> i get all of them no you're full of Full of it. Do
6: that in the bathroom. What? Yeah, your girl,
0: no. your girlfriend should put an end to that right now.
6: No, I'm. You only my- clip your nails in the bathroom. There's only one acceptable place to do that. Fingernails I, I too. Admit I'm
5: with you. Your fingernails too. Yeah. yeah. No, that's ridiculous.
6: I don't want to find nail By the
5: clippings. Anywhere. There are no nail clippings. I have a paper towel. No. In my lap as okay. I do
0: it, or under my foot. Tell the truth. You've never had one fly across the room. I mean, sure, there might
5: be a random half a yeah, gross. No. big toenail laying around yeah. somewhere. Well, fun it's fun in- and
4: games until your gal gets hit in the eye and goes blind because of your <laughs> big-ass toenail. I'm Team Jonathan here. You know what? Two part fo- phones are open. Twins vent line. <laughs> do you clip and your nails? In
5: the- you all can't talk to me. You take your phones in the bathroom. You got you yeah, got what
4: fine. you should do in the bathroom all mixed. I'm up. reading. All right. Yeah, I'm on I'm on an eight game winning streak. Words with friends solely in the bathroom. But what I was getting keep to it up was
6: on reckless twin speculation. I've never had a professional
4: massage, but some of these professional massages. My own stories
6: are rough dude like i
5: see people with bruises for days yeah well you
4: can ask okay so i'm more of a i want just like the relaxation massage i don't want you to kick my ass for an hour so you can <laughs> you can ask you can say listen How i would like cost relaxation what's the price on these eh, it's probably like 70 to 80 bucks for an hour <laughs> I'm not paying that it's glorious are rami jonathan and judd missing out by not having professional massages in their oh, life. Oh, I'm
5: sure I am. I'm not six, saying
4: I'm not. 651-646-8255. Six, six, five, five. Right. Oh, and the Twins are playing the Yankees. Are you scared? <laughs> Let's go to. Uh, you are maybe get a massage and relax. Dan and Woodbury. Sorry, you're you've walked into the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was on hold for 15 minutes, and unfortunately, the last 10 I had to listen to that garbage. But uh, I still I still love you, Phil and Jud. Uh, I feel I feel like I I have a new job, so I never really get to listen. Afternoons and you're never on my listen, so this is a, a a joy.
5: You can listen anytime on the Score North mobile app, by the way. Anytime yeah, free, you want. Free, free plug,
1: okay. <laughs> um, no, hey, I was just gonna say that I, uh, I'm kinda of pessimistic about the twins lately, but I'm a diehard fan and I used to make my parents buy pay-per-view games in like 93, 94 when they were losing <laughs> 110 games, so a little bit of perspective is necessary for all of us. Um, but the one other thing I will say is, Marcus Stroman, I kind of feel that he's Jake Odorizzi of the first half of this year. Uh, I don't know that he's got a lot of track record. I feel like every year I play fantasy baseball with a group of friends, and that dude is just hanging out on the waiver wire. So I would love to have him. I just don't know how much of an upgrade he is at the price that we'd probably need to give for him. So thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Just take care.
4: Dan, thank you. We always appreciate when when Dan calls in. All right, Stroman is not a blow-you-away pitcher, so... That's the one thing that makes me nervous. There's not a lot of successful pitch-to-contact types left in 2019 Major League Baseball. It's all flamethrowers like the Justin Verlanders and the Max Scherzers are dominating baseball. Marcus Stroman. Don't forget Liam Hendricks. Liam Hendricks, yes, and whoever his trainer is (laughs) in the last couple months.
0: Dominating baseball.
4: Marcus Stroman is the anomaly. He gets weak contact. And that makes me, I would still pull the trigger in a trade for him, but knowing that I'm relying on a contact pitcher to face Astros and Yankees lineups in October. If I'm giving up Alex Kirloff, I need Ken Giles, too. And now I'm just praying to God that he doesn't have a third inflammation spot in his elbow. (laughs) Guys, nothing to worry about. It's
5: it's, it's a different spot. This is in my wrist now. (laughs) (laughs) No
0: massages. (laughs) It's a no massage zone.
4: Oh, you guys, it's my labrum. It's totally different. Totally different. Hmm. All right, let's go to uh, Luke in Golden Valley. Twins Vent Line. What's going on, Luke?
3: Is
2: this? Am I speaking to Lori
4: or Julia? <laughs> <laughs> you're on the other side of the wall, but you know.
2: How many pedicures do I
0: have to get through? Yeah, I'm with you on that. No pedicures, Luke.
4: You're missing out, man. I'm telling you, I'm
2: with you. You know, the last time I called in was a couple months ago, and I was driving around town drinking in the car. And uh, this time, I decided to stop at a tap room because I. Uh, I Sorry, I, I'm improving.
4: Good call. Say. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, I'm just thinking that I'm kind of still very iffy on this Twins management stuff. I think, I think we're all excited about the team and there's lots of good things happening, but there's just so much other moves they've made that, you know, if you really rank them from great to good to okay to lousy, they still, their track record is an extremely mixed bag. And my biggest question is, why are they waiting so long? How many more games does the bullpen have to blow up? On your road to try to win a a title, why are they waiting? I know why they're waiting. They're waiting because they're just trying to get everything on the cheap because they still work for the cheapest owner in sports. That it's just sickening. Still,
4: but Luke, this this trade deadline has nothing to do with finances. It's about prospects that you would or wouldn't give up for. It's it's a game of chicken. Can you wait a couple extra days or wait until the deadline? And every team is doing it and give up. Not Alex Kirilov or Royce Lewis for what you're looking to acquire. That's the I, game.
2: Okay, I see that. I see that. But I don't. I still think waiting until the end to try to play that game of chicken when you know that you know you know there's other people that are going after them. You know that people like the Yankees will. They'll have the guts to pull the trigger. Why not get a jump on it and not sit here and have a two and four homestand and and going into the Yankees? Why? Why just watch the lead go down and down and down? before you have the courage to part with a decent prospect i think it's dumb i don't think it's a smart play all
4: right thanks Louis. but that's
2: not being cheap
0: that's that's trying that is what every team is currently trying to do right which is the twins calls are lewis or Kirloff. and they're like oh no 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 and so so the the hope of all these teams is that the Asking prices the thirty first of July approaches comes down, right? Correct. That's what I was just going to say so, this is this has no, this has nothing this this is prospect hoarding. That's absolutely correct. This has nothing to do with actual cash flow.
5: On some level, it's the same thing that we saw in free agency, with teams waiting up until the last minute to sign Machado and Harper, and even longer to go and get Kimbrell and and Dallas Keuchel. Teams are sitting around, whole bunch of teams that think their team can go somewhere and all waiting for somebody to either jump and set the market or waiting for one of the teams to lower their price. That's that's what every contender is waiting for right now, one of those two things. Because as soon as one team pays the high price and prospects that one of these sellers is asking for, now the market has been set, and your choices are either Pay that price to go and get somebody of, of close to equal or maybe better value, or sit this one out and not improve your team going into October. And, and I
0: do think that the caller has a good point, though, and it's a very fair conversation. Not
5: about the drinking and driving.
0: To ask, no, that's it's a bad, bad, bad idea. Bad Don't idea. That. But he's got a good point in in that there is a discussion to be had is, are the Twins in a position, and should they be the first team to say yes? That's a discussion. That is at least fair. Because because they do have a good enough team and somebody eventually is going to say yes here. So, I think we can talk about, from the way he framed it, not about cash flow, but about prospects. Mm-hmm. Should you be the first team to say, you know what, this really sucks, but we'll do it.
4: His first comment, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something he was skeptical of management because what's their track record, what have they done? And I look at Go look at the last eight to nine years of Twins baseball. Before Derek Falvey and Thad Levine took over, this franchise lost ninety or more games in five of six seasons, including a hundred three losses the year before they took over. Mm. It was the worst franchise in baseball across the board pitching record in the six previous seasons. They take over, they go to the playoffs the wild card game in the first year, and now they're on pace to win just shy of 100 games in their third year. And you're seeing performances from players that you've only hoped for the last few seasons. I'm not saying that you should crown them and that they've built a World Series champion by any means because there's still a lot of season to play out, and we'll see what happens in the next few years. But I would lean toward trusting them at this line and in general based on what they've done these first three Which years.
0: Which is why the, the bullpen issues of the past four days bugged me. Because I want to trust them. And, and this is the first time that we're going to learn what they do in a situation like this. And and the first thing I saw th- where I said, I don't get this, is
4: the past four days. 651-646-8255. Six, six, five, five. Randy in Cottage Grove.
3: Hey, uh, just uh, getting excited. that Hopefully you guys can start switching over some of the conversation to... Uh, some of the fishing battles and whatnot as uh, things get rolling here this week, we can finally get back to talking about some uh, football. Twenty four four seven. Yeah, uh, there's some big, big time, uh, big time stuff I'm excited to, to talk about. But we'll, we'll, we'll give that a couple of days to, to to gel, as they say. I was actually just calling to uh, give a vote of uh, vote of support for massages.
4: Oh, oh. You're a big fan, huh, Randy? So you're on, you're on, you're on team massage. You're with me on this one, Randy.
3: Oh, absolutely! In fact, uh, I was curious what kind of massage you like. I
4: mean, I'm, I'm into the Swedish massage yeah, myself.
3: That's a good one. I like uh, Swedish is good. I like a good uh, shiatsu is a nice one. Um, and then, depending on where you travel, uh, from a tourism standpoint, you can even mix things up a little bit more. Uh, you know, at some places. Uh, Allow uh, just a little bit of a relaxation uh, uh, plus, as they say. Mm-hmm. And um, what I'll say is this. Don't sleep on the hot stone massage either. That's a great massage. It doesn't feel quite the same. It's not as much pushing and, and kneading and grabbing, okay. but uh, but it's good. <laughs> when you say
5: don't sleep on it, Ray, do you mean like literally don't fall asleep while you're getting it? Or?
3: Well, are you face down or up? Who is this? You tell me. Who am
5: I speaking with? You probably don't know me, Randy. This is Robbie.
3: Okay, Robbie. Well, listen, number one thing you're going to want to do in any massage, set the limits going in, okay? So if you have something that you're a little uncomfortable maybe you're ticklish, you say, "Uh, uh, hello, uh, my name is Randy. I'm excited for this massage. Keep it uh, above the Mason-Dixon line, okay, if that's what you're worried about. But that's okay, though. Go do what you want. The thing about a massage you have got to keep in mind is, yeah, there's nothing, ain't nothing girly about it. It's about loosening up and getting getting back in a peak physical form, right. For whatever you're looking to do.
5: No, I didn't think it was anything girly, Randy. That wasn't that wasn't my concern. This well, is.
3: I'll, t- I'll tell you guys what. No, you go you go get a massage, uh, Robbie and uh, and and Jeff, and and then report back to 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 us and let us know. How it went, maybe you can go get one uh in separate rooms, but that you can hear each other and you can trade notes and and talk across the curtain and then we'll, we'll we'll all hear back how it went and you'll be it'll make it'll make a believer out of you absolutely uh if there's some good spots if you need a record, just just let me know and uh go go uh I'm gonna say right now, go Kyle Slaughter. I'm calling it right now he's gonna be our backup score.
5: Thanks for the call, Randy. The hot stone massage, huh? Never thought about it. Hmm. I am
0: not getting a massage near you, Rami. <laughs> and I'm not trading any notes as we're getting those massages through the curtain.
6: I don't want to have a massage. I don't want to get one and I don't want you guys in the same room with a curtain separating us so I can hear you get one. No way. The hot stone I'm massage
5: out. might be the way to go for me though because what, of my ticklishness. What, I, I need to know more about what you three
4: guys who've never had a massage like what you think happens. No, I'm not. You no, I know you, what happens. Just I mo- just don't want moaning it. for 16 minutes. Well, did you hear Randy's explanation? <laughs> sounds like a lot happens. What did he say? He said a, he mentioned the Mason Dixon line. I know what that means. I was born yesterday. <laughs> what, what, what was the type of massage he said off the, the beginning there? He said Swedish? you can get a, a Swedish massage. A Swedish massage. It's it's real. I oh, don't oh, know. I'm already not comfortable. No, with me not
5: thing. me not getting my massage. My uncomfortableness with them
4: is 100 percent of me problem. Yeah, this is not. There's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. massages. Massage and Twins Vent Line is open right now. 651-646-8255.
0: Want to make sure to to keep that potential endorsement opportunity for massages. (laughs) Nothing wrong with me. Rami here. I don't do massages, but if you do.
4: You know, Federated Mutual Insurance Company can't protect you from your own insecurity about massages and pedicures. But they can't protect you if you're a business owner. Insurance is that must-have if you're a business owner in case something happens, Right. Well, reality is it's not a matter of if something happens, but when something happens, and that's where choosing the right insurance company matters, one that can protect the unique exposures of your business, equip you with the necessary tools to help prevent them, and shield your life's work when a claim happens. Today, Federated counts more than 500 recommendations representing state, regional, and national industry organizations. It's our business to protect yours. Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Go to federatedinsurance.com. To find out the industries that Federated protects and to find your Federated marketing representative. Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all new Score North and the Score North mobile app.
6: Time for the Score North download. Jonathan here. Twins tonight start a three game series with the Yankees. They're not below 500. The team that is facing the Indians, well, they are below 500, well below 500, uh, with a 376 winning percentage. That's, that would be the Toronto Blue Jays. They play the Indians over the next three days. So, is there a chance with only a three game lead in the AL Central that the Twins lose that lead after this Yankee Series? Let me know. Let us know your thoughts at score north. That's at SKOR north on Twitter. Now back to Mackie and Judd with Rami.
4: All right. Thank you, Jonathan. The vet lines are open. You know, if, if you came away with more positives this weekend, you're welcome to talk about that too. 651 646 8255. A uh, quick shout-out here to a fun event we're planning a couple weeks from now, a special recording of Glenn Perkins on baseball with the full Score North Twin Shoe shoe show cast on hand, and our shoes. Shoes going to drop. Gonna there too. Shoes going to drop. Yeah, I, I was coming barefoot. Do I have to wear shoes? Well, the other shoe better drop by then, because it'll be care. after the trade deadline. But Tuesday, August 6th, beginning at 5 o'clock at Modest Brewing, downtown Minneapolis. It's before a 7 o'clock Twins game against uh, the Braves, and all attendees receive one complimentary beer courtesy of Modest Brewing Company. We're going to give away prizes throughout the night. The event is free. Free, free, free. Like the website? Like the website, but only for a limited time. The website is free. (laughs) We don't know what that limited time is. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so I it's determined. It's always being determined.
4: But you gotta register to attend. If you want to see all of us and hang out with Glenn Perkins and company at Modest, you gotta go to it's very easy, scornorth.com slash Glen. Scornorth.com slash Glen. You guys wanna take some more twins vent line calls here? Please. Let's see. Or here. massage calls, whatever. Yeah, if you got massage takes, pedicure takes open-minded here on the show. All right, Chansey and Fargo, man. What's happening? Hey.
8: Yep, enjoying the show as always, guys. Thanks, man. So with the Twins jumping out to the big lead, right, there's been trade talk for, let's say, a month and a half almost. So everybody's got to formulate their opinion. And I think most people know that it seems like Twins fans kind of fall into one of two camps, right? There's the camp that goes, pole ads are cheap, uh, never going to make the moves to play with the big boys. You'll see, right, whatever. Every prospect that gets... Set up, you get the comments and social media saying, "Yeah, I laughed. I'll see. I'll believe it when I see it." And then there's the other side, who's kind of defending this uh, management team. I would put you in this camp, Phil. Right? Like saying, "Hey, new guys, isn't is your grandfather's twins? Give them a shot. There, uh, it's a totally new organization." Okay.
4: Yes, and I'm right. So
8: Right. So, as <laughs> I've been listening to sports talk radio for, I'm a pretty avid listener, like a month and a half. I feel like the goal or the bar let's say to see who is right is kind of being moved a little bit i feel like a month and a half ago it was uh hey twins are making moves there's no doubt this team they're going to be aggressive there will be trades there's nothing to fear here people and the closer the trade deadline gets, the more it starts to shake yeah it'd be tough to give up royce lewis i don't know if i want to care of you know there's not that much on the market and i feel like the uh pro current management is kind of moving the bar a bit and I, I think that what I'd like to hear somebody kind of explain is what would validate the uh, other side's opinion, the cheap, uh, not-going-to-make-the-moves opinion. Because, you know, like a little bit ago, you guys were saying, well, this has nothing to do with money. I would disagree with that. The Kimbrel deal was all about money. That's right? true, they, yes. had to, they had to give up no prospects to fix their bullpen. None, zero, yep. just had to pay for a third year. In fact, I even heard the Rays outbid him. So it, it was about money. It was about money with Kimbrel. And now if you say, well, what's about prospects? Lay out the scenario where the anti-Pollett, cheap Pollett, or Twins will never play with the big boys uh, fan base gets validated. Is right. What has to happen at the trade deadline where you go, they were right, they are proven right now, and, uh, you know, it's same old Twins. That's what I want to hear. Thanks.
1: Thanks, Jancy.
0: If they do nothing, if they don't make a move of any sort to bolster the bullpen or the rotation or both, I will be extremely disappointed. Is there and, and any he's, chance that happens? There's no I, chance I that happens. I don't think so. But, but here, so, patience sucks. But here's the thing about patience, or just seeing this play out. Nobody has made a big move yet. So this is not a Twins thing right now. It's not like everybody else is doing, you know, Baumgartner's right. gone, and Will Smith is gone, and Strowman's gone, and...
4: The Mariners got more in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and what's it? No, no, no. They got McGill. Morin went to oh. Philadelphia, and Barrios got oh, con- and Barrios got confused and ripped his own team on Twitter before they get said... Get your
5: high leverage arms right. Before man. they right. told
0: oh, Barrios, take that down. You don't get DFAing. Um, If they don't do a thing, I will be disappointed. I'll be disappointed in Falvey, Levine, the poll ads. Chancey's right about Kimbrel. That's exactly right. And that disappointed me. But I also said, let's wait and see. Yeah, but there's... But but I don't, but just quickly, I still think before July 31st at what, 3 o'clock? Is that correct? Yes. The deadline? I still think that they are going to do something. If we get to 3.01 p.m. that day, I will rip them for not doing something, if they
5: haven't. There's a difference between just saying, no, we're not paying that because we don't want to pay that, and, and not paying it because you think it's stupid money. You don't think it's smart. You don't think you're going to get your money's worth on the third year of Craig Kimbrell. That's not being cheap. That's just being wise. If that's why you did it, if it wasn't just a poll ads going, nope, I closed the checkbook at this point. But you've got to no do matter something. what happens. But you've got to do something. Yeah, you
0: can't absolutely. not do. If if we get to 3:01 p.m. on the 31st and they've done nothing, then I'm all in on being upset about it.
4: The other thing I want to address with Chancy's call there too is he said the, the the defenders of the front office, so myself are moving the goalpost here. Before it was, oh, they're going to, he said, before it was foregone conclusion they're going to make a move, and and now it's, well, it'd be hard to give up Royce Lewis. I don't see, those two things aren't mutually exclusive. The prudent thing to do would be add two or three impactful arms without giving up Royce Lewis. Wouldn't that be the most most shrewd, impactful thing you could do for the short-term and long-term of the organization would be to hold on to your number one overall pick, and by the way, go take a look at the last twenty years of number one overall picks. There's like four busts and a bunch of Hall of Famers. But while you're doing that, while you're waiting to see if the price will
5: drop below price be, below Royce Lewis, you might end up being left out in the cold. Somebody might give up their Royce Lewis mm-hmm. to get the guy that you want. Mm-hmm. Do you
4: guys want some more speculation here? Do I? Completely reckless. I just got a text from Doogie. Scoop Master. You can find his podcast twice a week on the uh, Score North stable of platforms. Doogie in. I'm going to protect the sources here. Reckless speculation. High-level twin source says on background, he's confident a move is coming, but the market is slow right now. So the twins, much like other teams, are kind of feeling it out. They know that the closer they get to the July 31st trade deadline, the leverage goes to the teams that are buying and the teams that are selling like a Madison Bumgarner, you have to trade Madison Bumgarner. If you're the giants, he's a rent a pitcher. He leaves for nothing at the end of the year. So the twins are playing a game of chicken right now. And just, just so we're on the same page, I don't advise the game of chicken, Mm -hmm. get a reliever in here now and just end the American league central anxiety. But if there's a gun to their head right now and the blue Jays are saying you're not touching either of these guys, unless Royce Lewis is on the table. I'm waiting until next week to see if I can get those guys for something yeah. other than Royce Lewis. And if it gets to be July 31st and the gun's still to my head figuratively, hopefully, otherwise that'd be super weird. If like a Blue Jays front office person actually has a gun, that would be weird. But in Canada too, come on, they're very nice people. I'm not giving up Royce Lewis now. I'll do it on July 31st if slingshot. I have no other choice. Can you ride it out till July 31st the, is the question.
0: The, is- so you, the and- issue the issue is though that the amount of teams that need pitching help is not going down and it's massive. It's literally everybody. And what are the in
5: the playoff hunt right now?
0: To your point, I, I agree on Mad Bum, but what are the Giants going to do now? Like the two and a half or two months ago, the Giants were the Orioles. They were the everyone was gone.
5: I think they got to know that this is that there's I think, nothing to this.
0: I think you're right, and I think they're smart enough to know that. But they're 500 now. Like th- the the game is shifting here the giants were dead now they're not i think they should trade i think they will trade but it definitely is a different dynamic as we sit here now discussing them than it was when we had this conversation a month and a half ago um
4: hey guys 6516468255 jennifer is a massage therapist who's willing to take your questions about massages hello jennifer hi Hi, Jennifer. Meet Rami, Judd, and Jonathan. Hi, Jennifer. Who are massage... I don't know. You guys are like... You have massage phobias.
5: Well, I'm just... I I was telling the guys... I'm very ticklish, Jennifer. Not just in the places where people normally are ticklish. Like, you can massage... And my girlfriend has massaged... Like, my shoulders, parts that shouldn't be ticklish. And I break out into giggling like a small child. Like, anywhere. And I don't... I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I'm going to be uncomfortable. It's just going to be 40 minutes or an hour or whatever it is of me giggling for really to what appears to you as no reason whatsoever.
7: Yeah. Usually what is happening is they're not using enough pressure or not enough, um, no, not enough pressure. They're just being, oh, I've got to be really gentle and light. It's just, they're, they're, they're not using enough pressure when they're working. They're not. Or enough force on their on their touch is what it is. Does that make sense?
5: So I got to leave bruised for me no, tonight, no, giggle. No, no, don't
7: leave bruised. No, <laughs> no, yeah.
0: That's what happened, no. Ken Giles.
7: Yeah. <laughs> no, they're just they they're being they're being too, um, they're touching too much with the tips of their fingers instead of the pads of their fingers or or their hands. They're they're not using enough. Pressure.
5: So you've never had somebody come in and just giggle all the way through a massage or until they <laughs> gave up?
0: You're making this so uncomfortable, Ronnie.
7: Yeah, I know. Well, no, I have actually. Some people are just some people are very very sensitive. Some people are, but it it all it it all depends on how you're how you're working the the technique, and also if if you're using um if you're using uh, some like a lotion versus if you're just working on their skin without anything in between. Does that make sense? It, it, it depends. Some people are very sensitive. Yeah. You know, maybe that maybe you just have a very sensitive personality or
4: something.
7: Yeah, it. oh, that's I definitely un- do. That's an understanding that's
4: for sure. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. What's your What's your fear again of massages? I just don't want one.
7: <laughs>
4: I'm impatient. <laughs>
7: There's there are many people like that who just don't want massage.
5: You guys are missing Can out. Can you man. keep score on the Twins game while you get a <laughs> massage? Can I watch the Twins game?
7: <laughs> I'd watch the Twins game. Hey, I love them. They're great.
4: <laughs> Jennifer, thank you for, Thanks, Jennifer. <laughs> uh, for at least helping ease Rami's mind. We Thanks, appreciate Jennifer. it. There
8: we go.
0: All right. I don't think it helped at all. He just became more neurotic than he was when the show started. He was already really neurotic.
4: I love how it went from like I don't really like massages to your personality is you have a very sensitive, sensitive personality. personality. Yep. <laughs> Weird how she picked up on that through the phone in about ninety seconds. Hold on.
0: I've got a question. Yes. So you got so she was telling you that people use the tips of their fingers. Right. No. Which not makes not you...
4: professional massage therapists. No. No, no but have, the
0: pad, but it should be the pads.
4: I think this is more about. And you might have to have a discussion. So with your, gal, your gal, so your
0: gal is doing it wrong.
5: No, she she puts a lot of muscle and. I have a really stupid question. into it. What are the pads? The pads are like right underneath your fingers, like at the edges of your palms. Or oh, those things called the pads yeah. of your yeah down here, huh? No, below. Yeah. Like at like no, at the very, here. the very top of your palm, right before where your fingers start. Because the,
0: the tips that and then little the pads. Bump, that okay. little bump right there. That's right called before, a pad. That's a pad. That's yeah. a
5: stupid term for
0: it. That's not a pad. <laughs> I don't think of that as a pad. That's like where your knuckle joins. That's not a pad at all.
5: Yeah. No, not where the knuckle joins, below that. Where there's like a little bump yeah, that's below I meant. each yeah. finger. Yeah, yeah where I the...
0: crack my yeah. fingers. Yeah, I know. It's been an odd first hour. Very eclectic. Get bullpen help, okay? I'm not going to worry about a massage when you had, there's seven guys in the bullpen or eight now, and Buxton's still not back.
4: Can't even sleep with Trevor May lurking out there in the bullpen still. Did you say sleep, Phil Mackey? I
5: can sleep. I don't care who's on the bullpen. I sleep just fine, thanks to my my pillow. You know,
4: you didn't have to do that right now.
5: Which I heard about for... Oh, I thought that's what you're... Yeah, I thought that <laughs> You're very deliberate in the way you said... <laughs> I, I, I,
0: should, I thought you were setting him up did you one. think so, too? Yeah, no, I totally did, because he said sleep. You were like, so deliberate. He, you you, he looked right at yeah. me yeah. I was... I'm totally like, with you, Rami. That
4: was next level. That was next level. Because wow. I shut up there. Right. I, I shut up thinking... Bothan, did you
6: think that's what he was doing? <laughs> no, because I can see the computer. No, that's not fair. With
5: what you're doing. Now. If Judd thought so, then well, i Yeah, because like he said you, can, you can
6: sleep, and then I-